In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we welcome you to the All Souls Sermon Podcast. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. The epistle today urges us to make prayers and supplications and to give thanks for all men. Why? Why ought we pray for all humans without exception? And what sort of prayer ought we to pray for them? What should we ask for them? What good do all humans everywhere have in common? What do we have in common even with our enemies? For whom our Lord teaches us to pray. What is this common good we are apt to, to ask to be given to all men? That common good, the good shared by all men, the highest good for all human beings, is to know the living God, to love the Lord God with all our heart and mind and strength. It is good for me, the psalmist says, good in the deepest sense of the word, to draw near to God. My true good is to cling to God, to cling to, the, to God as to the one thing needful, to my highest good. That is my true happiness, my beatitude, my flourishing. But there's a problem the problem called sin, which separates us from the Lord, from our good, and enslaves us by convincing us to to pursue lesser goods as if they were the highest good. That is, to put it simply, because of the damage of sin, we are habitually turned away from the good, turned in on ourselves, and we cannot of our own strength return to what is good for us. We cannot on our own Turn to God and cling to Him, our highest good. We need to be rescued from the slavery to sin. We need, in other words, to be saved, to be led to God. The good news is that this is precisely what God wants. For God, says St. Paul, would have all men to be saved and to come unto the knowledge of the truth. In other words, What God desires is human happiness. God wants you and I to be happy in the deepest sense of the word, to flourish, to have what is good for us, to draw us to himself, to give us what leads to our flourishing, our blessedness. How does the Lord accomplish these desires? By giving himself for us. St. Paul continues, there is one God and one mediator between God and man, the man Jesus Christ, who gave himself a ransom for all. And again, this is a true saying and worthy of all men to be received, that Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners. From the previous chapter, Christ Jesus, our Savior, is the way to happiness. Through his death and resurrection, He has opened to us a new and living way to God, our highest good. To follow in that way is, by God's grace, 
to turn to God in confession and penitence, recognizing myself as among the sinners Christ came to save, acknowledging that Christ has ransomed me, putting all my hope in his mercy and grace. There is one God we confess. And as St. Augustine says, God himself is the source of all our bliss. He himself is the goal of all our striving. Augustine continues, by our election of him as our goal, or rather our re-election, for we had lost him by our neglect, by our re-election we direct our course towards him with love, so that in reaching him we may find our rest and attain our happiness because we have achieved our fulfillment in him. This is our good, our final good, he says. We are commanded to love this good with all our heart, with all our soul, with all our strength. And, Augustine says, to this good we must be led by those who love us. And he adds, which is what I want to emphasize, to this good we must lead those whom we love. It is if our happiness, our blessedness, is to cling to God, then it follows that the commandment to love our neighbor calls us, as Augustine says, to do all we can to bring our neighbor to God. To love our neighbor as ourself is to seek for our neighbor the good that we seek for ourselves above all other goods, namely to cling to God. To do this, to do all we can to bring our neighbor to God, is the service God desires, the sacrifice that God wants. Because what God wants from us is, as Augustine says, that we might cleave to God and seek the good of our neighbors for the same end. Augustine goes on to say that everything I do can become a sacrifice to God, a true act of worship, provided that action is directed towards promoting the love of God, either in myself or in my neighbor. And he puts this in terms of compassion. I am truly compassionate towards myself when in penitence and humility I repent of my sins, and embrace the Lord. And I'm compassionate to my neighbor when in mercy and humility I seek the same good for them, clinging to the Lord that I seek for myself. And this is a long way around of getting back to where we started. This means that praying for all men is just such an act of compassion. Because in our prayer, we ask for what is best for our neighbors, Namely, that they would come to love the Lord their God with all their heart and soul and mind and strength. There is one God and one mediator between God and man, the man Jesus Christ, who, being both God and man, gave himself a ransom for all. Christ Jesus is, as we pray, our only mediator and advocate. His self-donation on the cross is the full, perfect, and sufficient sacrifice, the most complete act of compassion and love that has ever been 
or ever will be. His sacrifice makes possible our sacrifice. His compassion makes possible our compassion. His gift of himself makes possible our own. Here again, it's worth quoting Augustine, who says, The whole redeemed community is offered to God as a universal sacrifice through the great priest, Jesus, who offered himself in his suffering for us under the form of his servant. For it was under this form he offered, and in this form he was offered, because it is under this form that he is mediator. In this form, he is the priest. In this form, he is the sacrifice. Christ is both priest and sacrifice, the one who offers and what is offered, the one who makes possible our own gift of ourselves. Each time we celebrate Holy Communion, as we are doing now, we participate in Christ's sacrifice, in his offering of himself. For in this holy sacrament, as Augustine says, it is shown to the church that she herself is offered in the offering which she presents to God. In Holy Communion, we offer ourselves. We pray, and here we offer unto thee, O Lord, ourselves, our souls and bodies, to be a reasonable, holy, and living sacrifice unto thee. And in so doing, we're concerned not only with returning our gifts and the gift of ourselves to God, but we do this also for the sake of others, for the life of the world. And it's for this reason that we pray in the Eucharist for all humans without exception, that all might join us in clinging to God, our highest good, in offering ourselves back to the Lord. Indeed, this is the reason the church exists, the reason all souls exist, to bring the world to God, to God who would have all men to be saved, and to come unto the knowledge of the truth, to God who would have everyone say with the psalmist, Whom have I in heaven but thee? And there is nothing upon earth that I desire beside thee. My flesh and my heart shall fail, but God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever. For me it is good to be near God. My true good is to cling to God. I have made the Lord God my refuge, that I may tell of all his works. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Thank you for listening to the sermon podcast of All Souls Episcopal Church. For service times and more information, go to allsoulsokc.com. God be with you.